0: Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-Tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. That's Mark over there, and Justin's over there. And again, we are Beer-Tastic Voyage.
2: Woo!
0: Represent.
1: Exactly. Yep.
2: And I'm I'm excited. This really? is our This is our gang sign, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making a B with my fingers. Uh, is it B backwards? It's
1: backwards you? for me. Yeah like that yeah hold on wait i got it i got it i got it that makes more sense yeah right this this is how you get shot (laughs) this is how you get shot Yeah. (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> Alright, last, last recording session you just threw up the bloods for no reason, and this time you're making yeah. up new ones like, Yeah, I don't, I, true. I don't know what's going and on And you know
2: what, they're separate days too, it's not even like it, I did it one exactly. after the other It's just like, I apparently have this continuity No, it's
0: literally been a few weeks
1: Yeah, I know It's because no. you said, you've been rocking the new Woo That's album, true, that's I have what, That's what's in your head I have now.
2: been throwing up the, throwing up the, the woo, woo
1: randomly <laughs> <laughs> Just as you're dropping by What's yeah. happening? No, but um, the Woo is closer, more appropriate for today, because we've got Wicked Weed
2: Oh yeah, so, yeah with W's. W's
1: With the W's, W's. mark Mark won't do it and i'm really excited about it because this is one of those uh one of those famous craft craft groups from the asheville area and we've got some stuff that was brought by who's our buddy again uh Uh,
0: brian malone and his wife maggie were uh very gracious and brought us back a ton of beer from their trip down south yes brian
1: maggie you're my heroes i like you already yep I probably met you at some point, but I was drunk, so I don't remember it. But if I meet person, you again, I will hug you.
2: He's the only person that I have I
0: personally know right. that has Sorry about that. a way more epic beard than I think either of you two could pull off. Probably. I'm just not willing to put the effort into keeping it tidy like he does. Yeah. Like, I, I was well on my way. You, you were getting there. I was well yeah. on my way. Yeah. Like, every once in a while, I'll see like a picture from that time. And I'm like, wow. I I I remember actually taking food out of your beard for you. So yeah, it was getting it was getting pretty crazy. Speaking yeah, like
2: when
1: we went on the bus, when beard. we
0: did the the bus the beer bus trip. Yes, know, <laughs> around that time. Speaking yeah. of
1: taking food out of my beard, my daughter was literally sitting in my lap today and like grooming me, <laughs> like like a, like a little chimpanzee, like a little chimpanzee. <laughs> she she was taking like doing a little pincher grip with like just the you know forefinger, and just like trying to grab my beard and like would like slide off, and she'd put it in her mouth, and she'd realize like that she wasn't getting anything, and then I'd start giggling. <laughs> And she just kept like a good 20 minutes. She was occupied. You need to
2: take some of her snacks. And stick it into your beard, just, so she can pick it up. I'm
1: just gonna hide a little mum mum cracker in there. Yeah. <laughs> hide, yeah. a, hide an Oreo in there somewhere. <laughs> it, <laughs> it would stay too. It's stiff enough. It, yeah.
0: No, o- no o-
2: both both you guys
0: would be able to do uh, that. But uh, yeah, I he's got
2: in there. he's got a pretty epic epic beard. I, yeah. Uh, I mean, as long, as long as
0: she's gentle with it, when Carrick was that age, oh like, yeah. A, you know, like I had to really keep it trimmed short because he would just like wrap his fingers around it, no to pull my face off. He was trying to
1: hang from it like a
2: jungle
0: gym. This was
1: gentle and actually a little relaxing. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, a little little uh. But they brought us three beers from Wicked Weed that are all uh, barrel-aged sours, and I'm really excited about them. Um, One has uh, white grapes. It's a white wine one. There's one on blackberries and raspberries and um, snozberries and all sorts of other berries. And the last one, I think, is plums. And uh, they just all sound fantastic.
2: Yeah, Wicked Weed makes all beers. They make every style of beer. But I think that everyone knows them specifically for... Um, sours, essentially. I mean, that's like they the, are well the me- for yeah, their the sour, sour, sour beer. Room. It's kind of like how, uh, like Treehouse and those other ones, they'll have certain. You gotta, you gotta go a couple times really hard up and down, and then you have to blow on it. No, a little. it's because it's
0: the. <laughs> no, you
1: start style slow with the wide speed. the wide lip. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, we're trying to open the bottle with it's our. Still got, it's, it's still got a set of collar on, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're trying to open
2: the bottle, uh, the first bottle with our cool uh, basic brewing bottle opener. It just wouldn't fit around it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, um, kind of like how Treehouse or trillium, they, they all of them will have a stout, um, or a porter or something. And, um, they're all, they're good, but no one thinks about that when they go up there. I think that that's the similar thing here where like you can get an IPA from wicked weed and I'm sure they're very good, but you know, it's, you know, they, they don't for the hours.
1: So as I understand it, wicked weed kind of got their start around, uh, 2011, 2012 and, um. They obviously were doing great things. They were selling all sorts of beer. They were gro- growing, developing this really big cult following, and I think it went well beyond cult following. And uh, then in 2017, uh, AB InBev uh, picked them up and uh, added them to the to the roster of their of their uh, expanding craft beers.
2: Yeah, people really freaked out about that. Yeah, um, I, I, I I totally get it. It was one of the first like big like yeah. really
1: uh, cult craft. Yeah, to get yeah.
2: to get picked up by them. I mean plenty of other ones had been bought, but this I mean, one was yeah, like they near had and dear de- to their hearts. They
1: already did uh they had already had Goose and uh Blue Point at that point. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah, Wicked Weed Wicked, was
0: that yeah, w- Wicked Weed was like one of the first in like the spree that they went through when oh, they yeah. snapped up a bunch. Yeah. I don't remember if it was Wicked Weed or Devil's Backbone, but like they had like a beer festival like scheduled to happen shortly after the news broke and like the organized like on their property, yeah, and they were uninvited from the festival that wow. was happening at, right at their that, location. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. I think I think it might have been Dell's Backbone. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it was yeah. one of the one or the other, and I don't remember for sure.
1: So we're starting off with the uh, Resonair,
0: which is a barrel-aged American
1: sour ale fermented with plums. It's part of their uh, Canvas series, and this is batch number nine
2: nine nine. Yeah, and I from what Brian had <laughs> told me, all of these beers were bottled uh sometime around 2015 they're they're all this one much.
1: was bottled on 52716 16 sta- yeah. yeah it is sta- stamped yeah. right down there he
2: said all these bottles
1: were were done
2: before the uh ABV So I'm
1: excited that this has been hanging out for a little bit a sour like that is going to be fun yeah and this bottle reads resinair is a golden sour ale aged in neutral wine barrels 2 pounds per gallon of whole italian plums contribute depth of character and stone fruit essence to the sour ale once this beer reaches its peak we blend the barrels to attain the perfect resonance of our house sour culture with rustic italian plums and i feel like that's exactly what it looks like it's the color of like plum flesh yeah yeah exactly when you bite into a plum and you see that nice you know pinkish flesh you know It's it's like like a very dark peach yeah like that's exactly the color and it's a gorgeous color really nice yeah
2: on the on the nose you get um a lot like you know a lot of that britannium funk we talk about Mm -hmm. but i also feel like you you definitely have that that plum in the background you smell plums yeah
1: but sometimes like when we throw around plum and stone fruit especially with i feel like um i feel like when we throw stone fruit around we're talking like a more raisiny and like heavier flavor to it when i think plums like i think a little lighter like this
2: yeah very true that's yeah that's a very good point um you know, kind of like a like again a more like an enhanced peach.
1: Yeah, like when I when I think like the stone fruit flavor, usually it's in a darker beer, and I think more along the lines of like raisins and prunes and that kind of
0: like yeah. dried dried fruit. dried cherries. Yeah, yeah,
2: this is delicious. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal. Um, I I can't get
0: over the way that the fruit kind of cleans the palate from the funk. Yeah, but. You know, it, so, like, it has a Pretend and Mice's character, but it's more of, like, the dry hay sort of flavor. It's yeah. not a horse blanket. No, or, that's a good or, one. Of... Or cheese. No, it's I not lambicky. I think hay is a great way to uh, phrase
2: it. Yeah, and it also has, a, I don't know if it's, it's probably a little bit from the fruit, but I, obviously, you know, mixed fermentation it definitely has a, a really good lactic sourness as well, like, clean. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, it's very crisp, and it's also, like, very light, which I'm sure is helped by the... Pretty good carbonation here.
2: Yeah, it is. It is very. It is pretty highly carbonated, and that is definitely like making it dance on your palate. Yeah,
1: this is delightful. I just, it is really, really incredible. The you guys have put great words to it. I'm so it's hard for me to to build on that. But just the light fruit flavor is just enough to work with that sour. The sour is definitely present, but not overwhelming in any way. Yeah. No. Um, it's, it's... You totally know you're drinking a sour, but um, you know it's. It's kind of that light sour action going on, and I, I man, I'm I, this bottle I could just like take this bottle and just boom like put this yeah, whole bottle there's... back way too fast, so fast that I don't enjoy it the way I should. But <laughs> right, like, that's why I just put is
2: my is glass so down. I'm like, okay, this needs to chill out for one second. Yeah, the um, I, there's some pretty solid bottle dregs in the bottom of there that I think we might want to might want to add to the uh, to the culture. Yeah, there's room in the jug. Okay. Um, I'm going to try to pour a little teeny sip off for uh, my wife, but there's this much left in there. So we'll get a little little tiny shot for her, but we'll uh, swirl it up and get it in there. Get that milk check, class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the go. oat milk. Yeah, we okay. were doing shots of oat milk upstairs because we're
0: baller. We're just badass <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's how we roll.
1: Now, this is really tasty. And, you know, I feel like, you know, summertime drinking this is perfect.
0: Yeah. No, this yep. would be very refreshing on a hot day.
1: Refreshing on a hot day. I think it would go good with a night with an spice with a uh kind of spicy meal. Get that fruit to counteract it a little bit. Like Yeah, definitely. I'd be I, but to be honest, like I'd pretty much drink this whenever anyone it to me.
2: They did a uh barrel aged French toast beer.
1: Interesting. Wow. Okay. This is
2: crazy. For basically every one of their video any every one of their beers from what I can tell, they have a YouTube video describing the beer. Cool. I'll, uh, I'll 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 shove see if some, these... save some of those links. Yeah, yeah, I'll stick some of those into the show notes for the people who want to check it out. But it's uh it's pretty cool. Let's see what let's see what the video's
1: like for uh for this one. Do, 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 so um, um do we, because of these are we gonna put these on the regular rating scale? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. I mean I think that you know, we've done other sours
0: yeah. on the regular rating scale. I don't think there's any reason to change okay. it now.
1: So Mark, why don't you get us started with a rating on this one?
0: Uh, I w- I'm going to go Bomber. I think two glasses is a uh, the good amount. I th- anything more than that, I think I would need a breaker just to change in flavor. Okay. Um, initially Bomber was like
1: the first thing that popped in my head. I was, it'd be a high Bomber for me though. Like I I might have one and then maybe come back to another one later, you know, but I think a Bomber in one sitting, I could, or this bottle, what is it, is it the three twenty fives 25s or whatever? What are these uh, size ones?
0: Seven twenty-five, probably.
1: Uh, five hundred mil. Okay, five hundred mil it is a is a perfect size bottle. Yeah, I could huh. yeah, I could down that bottle by my lonesome yeah. perfectly.
2: At least those two. I don't know if this resin the one we just had does, but the other two have the original gravity on the side.
1: No, the uh, the resin air I didn't see, but actually it might be on the other side with the uh, warning.
2: Um. So the other cool part about their website, and yes, there is there there is one for the one we just had. The, um They have a taste profile, and it's not filled out on all of them, like didn't have it for the, the French toast one, but it talks about how hoppy it is, and mm-hmm. then how bitter it is, which is a great distinction for most people. Yeah, that's good. um How fruity, malty, tart, or funky it is. This one is listed under fruity, tart, and funky. Fruity is three, you know, it's basically... The, out of five? Yeah, it's basically four out of five. Tart is four out of five, and funky is like two out of five.
1: Yeah, I think that's a really fair assessment of it. Makes perfect... It's, it's like, got it's awesome. Just a, it's fruity and tart and got just a little bit of funk in there. Yeah. Like, and I know we say this a lot, but, like, I feel like this is a beer that you could hand off to a lot of people that maybe have not had sours before, might enjoy it. I don't think it's overwhelmingly sour.
0: No, or the the people that are like, I don't like beer. Or white yeah.
1: wine drinkers might enjoy this one, too. Definitely.
2: The, um... Yeah, I think this would be... Instead of like, Fisher-Price my hey, first sour, this, is, this would be like when you take the training wheels off yeah. the, for the first time. Well, yeah. it's
0: more like, hey, ladies... I know you love your rosé cider, but have you tried beer? Listen, I, I love me some rosé cider.
2: <laughs> all those all those rosé agri orchards that get left at my house, I had them drinking them. <laughs> yeah,
1: like those get drank. Yeah, but uh, you know it's interesting that we mentioned white wine because this next one that we have is going to be flavored in white wine barrels. But we got to get a rating from Mark uh, from Justin. Yeah, first.
2: yeah, I kind of with you guys. Like, I would love to say Growler because I think it's that good, but it's going to be a bomber also. Um, I think that the the, t- the sourness would build on the palate after having more than two of, two in a row of these mm. um just like yeah just like any sour beer um re- honestly it's it's i find it difficult to make i find it i think that it would be difficult to make a complex
1: sour beer that you want to want to like have on tap all the time i think it'd be very Yeah difficult. it's it's because of the intensity of the flavors that usually come from a sour beer that's definitely hard to come across
0: Mostly off topic, but somewhat related. I saw like Wizard posted recently that he had uh, Wizard Brady McBread face on tap in the Wizard's Den. Was oh, like, really? Oh. In the Wizard's Den? Oh yeah, man, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, what that's what he... just that's just like man cave. Is that what he, I was going to say? Yeah. Is that what he refers to his house as? <laughs> I hope it's his whole house, but
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's pretty great. Listen to this. They have a barrel age aged um, Zibalba. It's X I B A L B A. Um Look at
1: the head on that. Ooh, look at those bubbles.
2: It is an Imperial Pumpkin Ale with cacao nibs, chilies, and spices.
1: Dude, I got a half stack just hearing that. Yeah, I'm Say pretty excited again.
2: about that. It is an Imperial Pumpkin Ale
1: Ooh. with cacao nibs, chilies, and spices. Touching myself. That's exciting.
2: Oh, that's also bottle condition.
1: I'll send it back because I want to read the label on this one. The white... Um, so the label on the uh, the first one on the plum one was just kind of these nice little feathers. It looks kind of classy, but this one has this really cool kind of a uh, looks like um it looks like World of Warcraft art. Yeah, you know of a of a white wolf, um and it's called White Angel. White Angel is an American sour ale blended with two pounds per gallon of locally harvested muscadine and scuppernong grapes. Yeah,
2: we were, we were excited and, about scuppernong.
1: And aged in white wine barrels. After eight months, another pound per gallon of Albar- Albarino wine. Must is blended in stainless steel tanks for two months. And after a total of two and a half tons of fruit and ten months of maturation, we give you White Angel. And it is a barrel aged American sour with wild grapes. And this has got this crazy thing on the side here. It says, The great nor'easter lashed its white fury across the barren, blend, blinding hinterlands. Polar isolation drove deep into the desolate hearts of the clansmen. From the faith for a night without desperate cold, the white angel was manifest. His stealth and clandestine canter silenced the stinging winds. Stillness settled across the boreal nighttime, metered only by the pulse of the great lights. Warmth displaced cold, Tempest turned to peace, and kinship overcame obscurity. I don't know, but I really am pretty sure I need a wisdom check there, and like I'm, I'm supposed to be in a D and D campaign in the middle of while drinking this right now. Um,
2: fire up that chap up, yeah. That's right.
0: <laughs>
1: the yeah—the uh, head on it was pretty impressive. Exactly,
2: fire up the chap up. <laughs> <laughs> the head on this was pretty impressive, it, it's you know it is an unassuming kind of cloudy gold color. Yeah, you know you wouldn't really think anything was uh, too too crazy about it, but then you smell it.
1: Yeah, you get the kind, you get that white grape smell
2: white grape um, and I, I definitely get like hints of like that lambic burnt tire like very very low in the background um it's probably very enhanced tremendously by the white the white yeah, wine character
1: right. um but uh and then yeah when you get full yeah. in that when you get the schnoz full buried in there yeah you can get that you can get that smell
2: yeah and I, I'm imagining what what do we have a date on this bottle because I'm, I'm imagining that five six 15. Okay. 5-6-15,
1: yeah. Yeah,
2: I'm imagining, because, again, the, the, from the description, they're talking about it on the website using their little fruity, tart, funky scale. They're saying fruity is through the roof, tart mm-hmm. is through the roof, and funky is also only two bars. And I'm imagining that over the past four years, the fu- funky, funky, has- funky has oh yeah, funky has arisen and <laughs> eaten all of the fruit oh, yes. and most <laughs> of the tart. In a, in a good way, though. I, this is the type of sour, I think, that you, when you age it, obviously, this is what I like. I don't know that this this is now definitely not Fisher Price my first hour. This has gone to probably DefCon. I would say two. Blackwatch Blood.
1: No, no DefCon three. I'm no. sorry. I always forget it's in reverse. I was yeah. going to say DefCon yeah, four actually, but you're right. Three yeah, is probably three. better. Three.
2: I, I I can't. It's been too long since I've seen War Games. Exactly.
1: Um, the white grape flavor is really present. Yeah. In it a lot. Um, it doesn't come off as a white wine to me, which. Is a, like so much like it doesn't taste like that horrible muscat beer thing that we had at one time Maskelo. or another <laughs> <Jesus> which <Christ. laughs> yeah you know, which you know we try not to bash too many but you know no no but i, I want mean, that but, guy's co2 tank but that was my least maybe my least favorite beer i've ever had so really
2: I, I, I dislike. I mean, this has gotten I've seen hindsight, but I think I disliked Granny's Jannies far more.
1: It was. It's close. But it's, we
2: also had it again at the at the and festival, I and, it and be- I did not like you it. Then didn't, either.
1: but it was better than when we first had it. That was true. Yeah. But I still did not like it. No. But this does not
0: have that. I quality. do not like it, Sam. I am. I will not drink it in a box. I will <laughs> not drink it with a box. I will not drink it in a park. I will not drink it out of the boat, <laughs> like whatever it was. Yeah. The yeah. boat.
2: Yeah. The um. I think this is maybe. I know nothing about wine making. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> gonna lead with that but i know that pretanomyces is like the fucking devil in a winery like it's the worst thing that could happen to a winery basically beyond like burning down um i feel like that's this is why Burn it <laughs> like, down, poopy. this is why because this is what white wine would taste like if it got pretanomyces in it essentially um except i like it and then you get the weirdos like us that
1: are like yeah yeah we drink it it's cool give it to yeah, us we like exactly that. um I, I do enjoy it um it's a more mellow sour. It's a more mellow sour than the last one. Yeah, and also it doesn't have that same um, that same not citric the lactic acid kind no. of flavor. It's not that kind of uh, sour anymore. This one is much more much more rounded, much more mellow.
2: There was a Milk the Funk podcast. The last one, I forget the guy's name, but he he wanted to do a shirt saying "bread is not sour" or something along those lines. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's a fair. That, I think that's a fair point. Like. Brett isn't going to create that lactic sourness, right. and this this one um, again, we don't know if, what was pitched into it. It was probably lactic lactic in here somewhere, you know, based mm. based on the fact they tend to mix culture everything. But at this point, the, the Brett um, funk, and this is again not hay. This is going more way more barnyard and that burnt tire situation.
0: Yeah, but I think a lot of that still is just like the grape flavor. Yeah, I don't I don't particularly get like a lot of horse blanket out of this. It definitely has like some Brett stuff to it, but neither of the two beers that we've had so far have I been like, Wow, that's like a really strong Britannic's character. Yeah. No.
2: But I also think that at this point you would basically have to like pop open a bootleg biology packet and dump it in our mouths to really like get to get to that point the based on the shit that we've drank. <laughs> like to be overwhelmed by it. I think we're slowly to be overwhelmed, yeah. yeah. I think we're I think we're our 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 tolerance levels are, you know, we're we're like everybody in California with weed right now. Like that's how we are with Britanamyces.
1: <laughs> Yo man, C B D yeah. oil and Britanamyces, bro. Yeah, that's
0: gonna be the new thing. There you go. What do you got? We got C B D beer, bro. Yeah, crisper that shit into the Britannomyces so they make the C B D as they ferment it. Exactly. What?
2: Yeah, soon soon there's just gonna be this goop you put on shit and you yell
0: at it and it
1: makes whatever you want.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is really tasty. Um it's definitely it's definitely, to me, it's, it's not nearly as quaffable haven't used that one in a while. Oh my
2: god, my balls just like shovel up into my body. I fucking hate that word. <laughs> you hate that
1: word. Fucking hate that word.
2: Okay, crushable is way better than quaffable. Okay, like crushable is like a broed out quaffable. Well, it too yeah, it is. <laughs> so I
1: tried to I tried to pull it back a little bit for you.
2: I had really thought about it that way, what? Mark. Now I like what it less. That?
1: What was that? You said I it's said too, close, it too close to
2: queef. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no. Part of the problem is that I can hear <laughs> and the, and I and I like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I like Drew Beecher, but I like I, I prefer him over the other half of that podcast. But when he's as quaffable, I picture the douchey as quaffable possible. Do you know what I mean? And like, oh, that's right. my problem. I can't pick not picture someone who's complete douche okay. saying that word. That's part all of the right. issue. Three right. collars all popped. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Three <laughs> collars all popped, exactly. So. Alright, well I don't think I would be able to down this as quickly as I could the last beer. Oh no way! But where the last one was so was so light and refreshing, this one is definitely a little richer. Definitely has a more depth of flavor to it. I like it. It's still going to be a bomber for me, but it's not. I'm not getting that urge to be like, oh man, I wish I could find a way to chug more of it. Yeah, but, like I think I could enjoy two glasses of this over a period of time and like it, but I don't think I'd be hunting down more after that.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. It's definitely still a, a twofer for me, but it's gonna take me any longer to drink my way through it. And I, after I finish that second class, I think I'm, I'll probably be pretty satisfied and be yeah. like, okay, well, can I, se- I
2: please I've have a kale?" at <laughs> seven
1: point at seven point three? I think you would would be kind of satisfied with it. At seven point three percent, you'd be like, all right, I'm feeling. Yeah, what was right. the first one? Five and change. Six. Um, first one was six. Yeah. Okay. Six percent. So they're they're got a little bit of weight to them but they're not, you know, crazy hitters.
2: So, I mean 73 for a for a, um, a sour beer is yeah. pretty pretty high. I wouldn't have it's, expected it to be that. The last
0: one high. the last one is the uh, uh, is the cleaner generally hair. like 67. Oh, really? Yeah, they are generally in that neighborhood.
2: Oh, I guess that's probably cuz all being every
1: ounce of sugar gets chewed out of it. Yeah, yeah when you add that much fruit and you get something that's going to be chewing up that sugar, it's going to have to bump it up there.
0: Yeah, unless you're talking billionaire <laughs> advice, the sour beers are generally around that mm. that neighborhood. Where are you thinking on this one, Justin?
2: Um I'm on, Like, I was on the upper end of a bomber last time. I'm on the lower end of a bomber yeah, this so, time. Okay, yeah, so, okay, you're kind of following. Same, same, same exact thing. I think thing. we're all on the same page on this so far. you know, it doesn't, that whole, uh, the, the funk character doesn't linger on my palate to the point where I, I don't want to drink anymore. Like, I, I like it. But it kind of dries my mouth out, like, mm-hmm. big time. Like, I'm getting, my mouth is getting clammy.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to go run upstairs and grab the water pitcher real quick.
2: That's probably a good idea. We can we can riff on things.
1: All right. Uh, <laughs> talk about, you know, stuff you're brewing or something. I don't know. <laughs>
2: You want to talk about it? You want to talk about Trips wiener Juice? No. Oh yeah, yeah we I just want
0: to rub up against Mark Wiens.
1: That's
2: not a problem. It's no big deal.
0: Well, the Dr. Beer's Hot Dog Water Elixir. Yeah, that or that.
2: sort of the same thing.
0: Dr. Beer's
2: Hot Dog Order Elixir. Yeah. You know, I, you know, you you had the you had the the Sesame Street version. I came in with uh, the Hustler version.
0: Well, <laughs> even before then, right? This is going to come out right before Wales and Ales, I think, right? It, roughly, yeah. I think so. It's either gonna yeah. be right before or right, right after. after. So if you're going to Whales and Ales at the uh Cold Spring Harbor Welling Museum Which you should. Yeah, definitely. Uh Justin and I are bringing a uh interesting uh experiment. We currently have a Katarina Sour incubating it upstairs in my garage. Sort of kinda of Katarina Sour. Hopefully hopefully that works out. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know, I uh Maniacal Yeast, which is one of the smaller lab, uh, yeast labs out there, and they've been dealing a lot in the, the various kvikes that have, uh, made it across the, uh, Atlantic Ocean from, uh, the, uh, Scandinavian region. My peeps. They, uh, put basically all the different cultures that they've collected together into a single blend to benefit, um, I don't. know, I don't, like, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta pull that up. But basically, the guy that's been collecting all of these yeast strains passed away, and he's was really very influential in like raising awareness about the Norwegian farmhouse tradition and and uh, you know collecting the various Kvike cultures. Excuse
2: oh, me. nice one. solid. I can't. I there. I, I, I love what they. I love what they do here. Their website is like a, just a fucking disaster. Like it, I can't. It does what they needed to. Yes, exactly.
0: The so the gentleman's name was William Holden, and uh, unfortunately, he recently passed away. But they're donating a portion of the sales of this Kvike the World blend to his family because his death was unexpected, and I'm sure that there's costs that weren't anticipated and so forth. But the culture is a bunch of different like norwegian farmhouse strains it's also got lactic acid bacteria bacteria in there
2: the cu- this, the cultures the strains were actually collected by him yeah yeah it's crazy i th- i knew i just thought they were grabbing all of them i didn't realize these specific ones were his that's oh really yeah cool. no
0: yeah they they have other cultures that didn't go into this blend because it are just the ones that were collected by william but so we've got that going hopefully it gets nice and tart uh we also threw Naranilla and uh, blackberry puree in there, so it should be nice and fruity and hopefully all kinds of delicious. So if you're coming to Whales and Ales, come by and have a sample of that. The And uh, that's
1: fun to say.
0: The, uh, the reference to Tripp's Wiener Juice is uh,
2: essentially, we've been somewhat challenged, uh, inadvertently challenged ourselves based on a social media post for no apparent reason to make a hot dog beer.
1: It sounds terrible.
2: Yeah, we're gonna we're tossing around ideas now. I don't feel overly comfortable committing to any of them yet. But we, we, we already made yeah.
0: a nacho beer, so now, yeah, we, we, now we need to bring meat. We, we need bowl. to make
2: sure that we hit all of the uh, the carny type type things. Let's do. Oh, I know what we could do. I got it now. We could do a corn dog beer. <laughs> DMS the fuck out of it. Make it with hot dog. <laughs> all pilsner, twenty minute boil with the lid on. <laughs>
1: Oh, that water is what we needed. Yes. Um, So um, the hot dog beer still kind of freaks me out. Not going to lie. Just the idea of it. And I feel like you guys are falling very much into that stereotype of the one weird friend that homebrews that
0: that, like. We've become the Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Yes. Yes.
1: Exactly. That guy, you know, oh, oh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. I got that. Yeah,
0: that's you. What's in this beer?
1: Bratwurst. (laughs) Yeah, feel free to cook the bratwurst in beer, but we don't need to cook the beer with bratwurst. <laughs> could we?
2: You know what we could do? The next time you get the next time you get uh, back alley meat from your in laws, we could we could maybe use we could maybe use. <laughs> I love how you couldn't even say it straight. <laughs> no, and we could we could name name the beer back alley <laughs> meat. Back, back alley meat. meat. <laughs> back alley meat. Yeah, we yeah, we won't get into back alley meat, but we have uh, weird deliveries of uh, of uh, meat, actual meat.
1: Listen, I have Paul Cutlets upstairs, so I'm very yeah, excited to do <laughs> Fingernails and everything. Can't wait to see how they taste. Yes. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, you can check, you'll you'll we'll talk about it more, but you, the hot dog beer or some other beer will be will be at the Craft Classic at Texture Park on August tenth. Oh Jesus. Hot dog beer. All right. So this last one is the one I've been looking forward to the most. It's called Angel of Darkness we had White
1: Angel, and now we have Angel of Darkness. Yeah, they
0: have a whole series of Angel beers. Uh I don't know what the names of the others are, but I know it's more than just, like, dark and white.
1: white. All right. Um, Yeah. Let's see. Learn a little more about this. Ooh, look at that. Oh, my God, look at that. And this one has blackberries, cherries, um... Boysenberries, whatever, whatever other ones. Let me see. Yeah, me. you can definitely smell boysenberries, the berries. raspberries, blackberries, and cherries. Oh wow, this and is comes crazy in on a, the nose. At eleven percent ABV, it's from November nineteenth of twenty fifteen. It's OG is one is ten eighty four. Fuck. For you guys,
2: <laughs> it's, it's got to be like nine.
1: Uh, Angel of Darkness is a barrel aged American sour. 10- oh, he did. I didn't hear it. Yeah, it's blended with a pound and a half per gallon of uh, all the berries. And aged in Oloroso sherry casks. Ooh. Sorry, I had to read that one. Oloroso <laughs> sherry casks. After 14 months Sounding of ageing in these flavor-intense barrels, the beer is blended onto another pound and a half per gallon of these dark fruits in stainless steel tanks for two months. Three tons of fruit, 16 months maturation. We give you Angel of Darkness. And then it continues on with the tale, um, as long as the tribe could remember yada, yada. But I won't bore you with that part this time. <laughs> <laughs> though, I though there is a big part of me that wants to like now see if I can find all of those little blurbs and from the see whole if it series, strings the whole narrative exactly. Like that's important to me. Like I feel like it's like the flavor text on a couple Kevin of magic now has cards. To collect them all. Yes, much like the uh, the Pokemans, you know, and, or the flavor text in certain magic cards. Like it tells the whole story. Yes, before they decided to just outright be like, wow. here is the story. <laughs> wow. So let's just talk about
2: the aroma first. I took a sip and I'm a little Woo.
1: like I can't even open my mouth. It smells like <laughs> berry syrup. Yes, it's it smells like the uh, like blackberry and red. it's you smell all the berries that are in there. You smell the cherries. You smell all of it, but it tastes like you just took like a. It smells like you took all the syrup like you would put on pancakes and just dumped it together. And then you're like like a five year old and you're like I'm just going to put it uh, all yeah, on there. Like if you mixed all
2: the all the IHOP syrup exactly basically.
1: and you just dumped them all together, you're like oh this is what it smells like.
2: Yeah, the the I also get you know that like light funk, but the level of tartness is more akin to the 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 Resonera, the first one we had on the nose at least.
0: Not maybe not Ooh. quite as high.
2: Yeah, the, 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 the super like the Tastes I don't like know the... how to describe the flavor. Like I'm kind of trying to piece it together.
1: So, have you ever had the Chinese blackberry wine? No, no, I haven't. No, I. Maybe it's not Chinese. Maybe it's Korean. I don't remember which one. One of my students had gotten it for me one year. Oh, uh, okay. And no, I I, I coach a wide yeah. variety yes. of students of, of uh, assorted yeah. Asian descent, right? And one of them got it for me. Um, and so, but like, it's a very almost like you guys have had manischewitz. Uh yeah, not when I was thirteen for yeah. my friends, parents. but it, <laughs> it tastes like it tastes like Welch's grape juice, just right, alcoholic, right? Yeah. This the is kind of headache. Uh, oh, Screaming headache Screaming wor- One of the worst hangovers In the world You know You know how many uh, You know Bar Mitzvah boys Have woken up the next morning Going oh I'm never terrible. Drinking. I think I said I'm never drinking again yeah. Like oh But It it has It's a very sweet Very Alcohol You know Almost medicinal Kind of alcohol Thing going on But it's designed To just be like A little aperitif dessert thing, You know A little yeah. dessert You know Two ounce pour You know Or you know good luck yeah here you go like it has that same kind of vibe as this that very you get the cherries you get the blackberries in here and you just kind of like get that little bit of sweetness in there and you're like wow it's kind of medicinal in it but i kind of like it
0: yeah it's pretty strongly tannic on the finish yeah. Mommy, yeah my
1: throat hurts i need more medicine
2: i don't dis. i don't, I don't dislike it though Like, I-, I totally agree with that with that with that um like that's exactly what it is but i don't I don't dislike it. Like, in theory, if you write that on a piece of paper, I'm like, I don't want to drink that. But I like this. It definitely makes it a sipper, though. Yeah, well, I mean, Mm. this is by far... I mean, we definitely drank them from, like, least complex to most complex in terms of what's going on in it. It, I mean, before that tannicness, there's, like, there's berries and there's some lactic sour and then there's some bread funk. And it, it just sort of goes through this rainbow of flavors.
1: Can I say what I'm really enjoying right now? What? Is when I went upstairs to get the the pitcher of water, I helped myself to a handful of M Ms. Yeah, from there. So I've got that all that like sweet. Cho- I've got all those sweet the candy Jerry's, shells stuck in your teeth. And now I've got little bits of chocolate floating around in there too. And I'm like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> nice. You know, I I because I love dried fruit and like dried ber- like berries, dried fruit and dark chocolate. Like that's one of my favorite flavor combinations. So not that M Ms are dark chocolate by any stretch of the imagination, but. I'm getting a little bit of that. You chocolate. work with what you can get. I'm, I'm, it was, right. It was in my line of sight. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. But you get what I'm saying. Like, that chocolate and cherry flavor is always a fan of I'm always a fan of that. Those are them
2: saved, saved Mark's
0: life today. Yeah. <laughs> because it took, like, over an hour for us to get the pizza we ordered for delivery.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Here you go, kid. That's uh, some of them. No, <laughs>
2: no, no. Him. Oh, yeah. Literally him. He, <laughs> blood, blood, blood sugar, apparently.
0: He's plummeting. <laughs> like, I, like, I started feeling, like, my legs... Like getting a little like a little shaky. Little shaky. I'm like, oh boy. Start seeing some spots? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well I didn't I didn't get the spots, but I was right. pretty close to it and I was like, All right, I gotta do something about this. Yeah. And I went <laughs> inside <laughs> and I grabbed the dub. Couple handfuls and I was
1: get you going again. <laughs> this is so good, man.
2: It's an interesting color too. I mean the color is like it's a berry juice color. Like if you look at it from the top, it's not it's not opaque at all. And it I I can't no, I didn't... can't call it black and I really can't call it brown either.
1: It's like we have we have two words to describe that color, my friend. Yes, it is light black. No, I'm
0: gonna. No, no, I wish. I wish it's like, it were. No, I wanted to. I just want like to put it in dark there. brown with maroon highlights. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's it's like a it's a really dark red, you know, really dark purple color.
2: Has anybody ever seen a boysenberry? I mean, like in person.
0: No, I've seen pictures of them.
2: Well, yeah, I have too. But like, I I mean, is boysenberry a crop you can purchase at a supermarket anywhere? Is it just not available here, but it's available
0: other places? Yeah, I think you need to be pretty close to where it's growing, and I it's think the they're Coast mostly thing, right? growing in California. Oh,
2: okay, all right, that makes sense.
1: We had this discussion last time that something had berries in it. Yeah, I really- I,
2: yeah, I, I realized that as a kind of a, as I was saying it. It's just one of those things, you know. We're we live in such a world where basically everything's available all the time. Like you get avocados in
0: like February. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's because avocados you can leave them on the tree because mm. they don't ripen until after you pick them. Right.
1: No, no, they don't ripen until about ten minutes after you want to eat them, or <laughs> they over, and then they're just like, "Fuck you, I'm done, bye." Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> or or, or or they've been or they've been ripe on your on your kitchen table for like three days, and then you go to eat them, and you're like, "Oh, cool, it's mushy." And when you when, and when you pick it up, your finger just goes right through this skin, and you're like, "Ah, ah, ah!" It's everywhere. I, I watched a coworker. She brought a whole avocado to work to slice and put on our salad. First of all, you are psycho if you're getting an entire avocado on your salad. Like, I love me some avocado, but that's a lot of avocado to put on a salad. Uh, I mean, your salad's got to be like one of those uh, Panera ones that you can eat for like three and a half days, <laughs> like even me. Um, but she's trying to get the pit out of the thing, and it was, it was awesome. Like, I, I, I probably burned what I had in the oven at work just because I wanted to watch like what was happening to the avocado. She's like trying to dig into it with a spoon and pop it out but like the the suction wouldn't wouldn't allow it to come out. And then she she ended up mangling the whole avocado. She's like mashed potato with the avocado.
1: We used to, when I worked at um, J. King's, they used to bring in like the bruised avocados the ones that they couldn't sell yeah they were still good they just were a little beat up right and they would just put like the whole box of them in the in the cafeteria and so you could just take whatever you wanted and so i worked with a lot of latin american you know people from latin america and so they were like yeah and so by the time the white guy got to it it was like oh okay just brown and beat the hell but all the time i would just like Cut one open and just scoop it out and just eat it with, like, a spoon. Just, oh, or, yeah. What, what What is this? Oh, with lunch, I'm just having a sandwich and I'm eating an avocado. Yeah.
2: I take any opportunity yeah. I can eat an avocado, especially when it's not turned into guacamole and costs me $3 more Chipotle. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Like, avocados have to be, like, seasoned for me to eat them. Like, oh, really? I can't just, like, buy, like, straight-up avocado. It's just, like, fatty and blah. No, yeah, little, yeah, I love. There's no, a little yeah.
1: bit, of, little bit of salt and pepper. Exactly. On
0: it. Well, that's what I mean. Like, it's got to be seasoned. Like, I can't. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not eating
1: that
2: motherfucker like an apple
0: or anything. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah I know. But like, you know, a lot of places you can get it as like an added topping on your hamburger or whatever, and it's just like. Yeah, but like you didn't do anything to it.
2: Yeah, all that does, though, in the hamburger, and I do like it, it just adds creaminess to it. It's, esce- yeah. it's essentially mayo. It's it's like a mayo, or not ketchup, because it's not sweet. You're not but, selling
0: you know? me on the idea.
2: No, 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 I wasn't trying <laughs> to, but that's all, that's all it's supposed to be. It's not <laughs> supposed to be a flavor addition, because an avocado without any seasoning doesn't, none of the flavors pop. I'd rather yeah. have a fried egg.
1: Of course, okay. everyone would rather have a fried egg. Why not both? Oh, no. This is
0: America, <laughs> we can have both. No, that's yucky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's yucky.
0: That <laughs> just seems like you're fixing to like lose the patty out of the bun. Yeah, it's too slippery at it, that point. Too, it's way too it's, much lubrication. Yeah, it's
1: way too. Yeah. You've had a cheese dream. You know how this goes like
0: Yeah, you, but like You just
1: uh, mangle it and force it into your mouth hole. This is how, all it is. is. How
2: dumb, this is how like dumb I am. I'm like ch- cheese dream is this like a play on wet
1: dream like oh no that's <laughs> no, the burger from the good steer oh that's right like, and that's what happens the whole thing just turns to mush and it just you end up just like forcing it into some kind of
2: no It it turns into like a big like almost like a meatball like you've you've now mashed the, the bun so yeah. far around it to contain it that exactly you're it into your mouth it's that's still... why i
0: always get it on the oversized english muffin and it's
2: still delicious oh, yeah that's actually the move i haven't had that we should have dinner there one night god damn i haven't been there
1: forever yeah you know, it's been a while since i've so, been there they cut down the menu a lot
0: right, right? that cheese dream motherfucker better no be it's still there.
1: on there but like the mushroom room they took off oh
0: yeah but that's gone and like the pizza burger or whatever that was called it's
1: off the menu yeah right and i know because everyone who's there has worked there at least forever years. yeah you know like even the young waitress that you know has worked there like 15 years so like you just like i went in there i'm like listen i know it's not on the menu anymore you guys you guys can still do the mushroom room right she's like yeah no problem i'm like Let's. We, we're gonna need that here. I'm gonna need you to make. <laughs> yeah, that I forget before. who
0: I was there with, but that was the experience that I had the last time. And somebody was like, "Oh, you don't have like whatever the pizza burger was yeah, called." I was uh, Like, oh the, no, the, they can still make the that BMT for you. What or whatever. Yeah, the, was...
1: uh, yeah. The mozzarella, tomato, and whatever. But uh, back to. No, you know we. You would make it like we didn't have dinner just before. That. I know, <laughs> seriously. I fucking <laughs>
2: slaughtered some empanadas. Mark couldn't finish his empanadas because he ate like a half. I a ate pizza. so much pizza after
0: <laughs> it finally got here.
1: I had a, I had a burrito yeah. the size of my forearm, and then came here and had two empanadas, <laughs> and now I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. There was a. There was a. This is this is going to take us to another tangent for a okay. second. Burrito probably another tangent. I was thinking about this the other day. I,
2: I, I for those who don't, those you listening don't know, I went to NYU and I lived in um, both Washington Square and then I lived in Union Square. Union Square in the city, there used to be, on 3rd Avenue, right by there, a uh, burrito place. It was one of the first, like, I don't know, Mexican places I went to that wasn't a, a chain. You right. know, like a, Yeah, that. it was like, you know, white boy from Long Island, hadn't really spent much time in the city. They had three sizes of burritos. They had a burrito, they had a large burrito, and they had a grande burrito. <laughs> the grande burrito, I, I swear to God, was the size of a laptop. Wow. It was fucking unreal. It was
0: huge, and then they—I I believe it.
2: It was—it was enormous. <laughs>
0: the The Mexican girl two thousand down the street. They have like I forget what exactly what it's called, but it's like the burrito gigante or something like yeah. that. <laughs> and like one, one time early on, when we were in the house, like Andrew was helping me out with something, so. You know, we got food from there to feed him. And he was like, I'll get that. I'm like, Andrew, it's really big. He was like, ah, I don't know. People fine." he ended up eating like half of it. Oh, my God.
2: This thing was sick. And then you they, you could make it a gordita, <laughs> which just means they throw it in a deep fryer. Right. <laughs> so I would eat one of these motherfuckers a day for like a month. And I that's, swear and to and God. That's how you got to Orca
1: adjust Yeah. yeah, That's how I got to
2: like <laughs> where I only spoke in like long squeak sounds and clicks. Um that thing was huge. I just thought of when you said like I I thought about it a couple of times in the last month for some reason and when you said that I had to say it out yeah, loud. No, I, I hear you. Man. I, I I was I was the weirdest thing was when I ordered it I was like, wow, that's really big and it never occurred to me not to eat the whole thing. <laughs> never once did it, did I go, you know what? That was twelve bucks. I could probably get two meals out of that. Not one time. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would stuff it in my mouth like a you know <laughs> Just, well, I could be stuck in the, my cheeks for like another 30 minutes until like, I could yeah, swallow everything. Yeah, you
1: work on it. And keep in the jowls. Work on it <laughs> for yeah, a little bit. Exactly. Little, All right. so full like a
2: chipmunk. How that appetizing thought is in everybody's uh, minds. Let's, let's get let's back to beer. Let's tell us how great this beer so is. So, Justin, is. why
1: don't you start us off with a rating? You haven't started with a rating yet. Though. I
2: haven't. Um, this is a growler for me. Um, this is probably a strange growler. I find this one to be... For me, of the three, the most the most drinkable because of the complexity more than anything else. Not one of the notes isn't building on my palate, right? As much probably all of them are building and then cancel each other out. But it uh, this one, I, I could I could sit and think
1: about this for a while. Yeah, um, I'm gonna stick with it being a bomber and make them all three bombers for me. Like these bottles are perfect size bottles to me. Like I could work my way through them and be really happy about it. Um, there's just there is so much going on and i couldn't go more beyond that but i could really enjoy just taking my time working through these beers this beer and enjoying every sip of it and i love the fact that even though nothing even as i continue to drink it nothing feels like it's overwhelming it just feels like still there still delicious it's a little more intense but not to the point where oh my god why i'm getting all this one flavor or all this one sensation like very comfortable really enjoy it
0: See, i'm i'm going the other way, like, this this one was only a pint for me. It's not to say that it's bad or anything, but it's just the uh, the super dry, tannin finish, like, just puts it to the point where, like, I'm gonna enjoy the one glass, but I don't want to have a second one right after that. I need something else in between. So, it's only a point for me for that reason.
2: Apparently M&M's. At least
0: from what Kevin said. No, listen. It would work th- perfectly.
2: You
1: know, <laughs> yeah. you... What, what's always my thing? Pair it with food. Pair right. it with the food. How am I going to enjoy it? You know, like, have this one with uh, the dessert course. Oh, that and, was
0: literally the conversation I was having with Stephanie before, because Justin and Steph went to Water Zoe, which is the Belgian bistro in Gordon Garden City. City. Okay. And uh, they apparently got, like, Rodenbach and Rodenbach Grand Cru. Yeah. All it right. Cool. Okay. It was cool to have them side by yeah, side. Yeah, you, we yeah. Had,
1: we had talked about that uh, last time we were together.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. we was talking with Stephanie yeah. before and she was uh, like, Oh, I tried the the you know, the regular one first and I thought it was good and then I tried the Grand Cru and I was like, Wow, this is so much better. The the, <laughs> the regular one has like no flavor. I'm like, Yeah, but do you think that because you had food with it? Right. If you were just drinking straight out of Grand Cru, it would have taken you a really long time to finish that one glass. Mm-hmm. It's very good. But if you're not like metering it yeah with, with something, something else, else yeah. yeah, that is a hard beer i don't to, think i've had the grand crew
1: i'm sure i've had the regular rodenbach at some point oh but, definitely
0: the the regular one
1: but had, uh... i don't think i've had the grand crew
2: you know what and honestly it's not it's not an expensive beer no it's all. not. so I'm, it's I'm, just, I, I'm i'm gonna make sure i i hook, I hook I it up never
1: have gotten around to having it you yeah
2: know? it's definitely an experience it's more it's basically just it's essentially more acidic it's cause yeah. it's more of the older um batch than the newer batch it's
1: more to the balsamic side right like the yeah 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 but this one, this one, I think, it's great. I think this paired with fresh fruit or just like a vanilla ice cream would be really delightful.
2: Yeah, the um, I think that these three beers really would hold their own against you know not necessarily all the way up there, but hold their own against a lot of things we had with Brian um, Bennett on our on our anniversary episode. I mean, you know, so, some of them are you know, far and away better, but this, you know, for an American brewery, like... I, think
1: the, I think the last two, definitely. Yeah. I think the yeah. second two, the two angel ones, the white angel and the dark angel, like, definitely could do that. Like, um, the way that the white angel has the complexity from the from all the white wines, from all the white grapes in there, and this one with all the different fruits, I, I totally see could stay with it. And I love the, I, you know... At you know three, what are they? Four years old, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Three and a half, four years old. Like, Was that the same date on the last one? Um, they're both from twenty fifteen. Yeah. uh This one's a couple. Uh, the White Angel's a couple months older. Yeah. I think that one's from uh, November. This one's from uh May. Yeah. Wow. Um. So ha- so ha- you know half a year, but the, but they've definitely developed. I would be really interested to taste the originals. And see how much they change. Yeah, but fresher, definitely. Yeah, the fresh version of it. But I think these are absolutely delightful, all three of them, and just furthers my need to uh, do the Asheville beer trip.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think yeah. I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be able to talk step into that for yeah. next year. So my
1: uh, my college roommate lives at one of my college roommates lives down there, and numerous times he's been like, dude, he's like, we got a spare bedroom, whatever you want, bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He lives in the. Summer. He actually ran for um, actually ran for like city council. Like, it was a really weird guy that you go to college with. You're like, oh, he's running for, like, city council office. Like, you know that guy? Like, like <laughs> did you? Because I saw what he did. Like, yeah, yeah. right. Like, not that he did anything that was like, oh, my God, like, he should never run for office. But just like, nah. that... I wonder if I still have that picture. Yeah, like, <laughs> right, yeah. like I'm not putting it up online. Don't worry about it. I'm not doing that. But just like what's TMZ's phone number? You did some dumb shit, man. <laughs> I'm like
0: I was there. I remember. Yes.
1: Or at least I think I remember. I was doing some dumb shit myself too. So right.
0: Uh, maybe well, it would
1: just be self-incrimination if I brought anything out. Right. Don't worry, you're safe, my man. You're safe.
2: <laughs> well, these were awesome, and uh, I I'm very excited that Brian brought these back. Yes. We uh, um, he had asked me. Where they should go. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not any, I've never really looked into it, but mm-hmm. I knew that that was there. I knew Wicked yeah. Weed was there. And I'm like, you need to go to Wicked Weed. Right. You had a great one going to White Labs. That was a great yeah. idea. Yeah. They also brought us back stuff from a place called Yeehaw Brewing.
0: Yeehaw. And then there's another,
2: There, I think there are two more after that. I don't yeah. remember the names I, of them.
0: I, yeah, I didn't open the box when it was uh, handed off to us at the, the beer homebrew competition.
2: Oh, we should probably yeah. chat about that. Just real quick
1: before we uh, go into
0: that yeah.
2: one,
1: I' pretty certain on one of my uh, one of the, my frequent listens, the uh, Food Stuff slash Savor podcast. Mm-hmm. They did a trip to Asheville. I'm pretty certain in one of those episodes, there's an interview with some folks from Wild uh, from Wicked Weed. Oh, cool! If you're uh, yeah. interested in hearing a little bit more about that, that's one that you should uh, check out. They had some good in- some good interviews in that.
2: But yeah, that's a very good idea.
1: Um, so sorry, uh, carry on. Contests updates.
2: So Mark and I. We did well at the home at the um, beer uh, homebrew competition. Greg Kelly, you know, super fan. Greg Kelly. Greg mm. Kelly came with the
0: broom. Yeah, he he yeah. really did. And and on top of that,
2: he had to get his wife into the mix. Getting his Jenny getting a yeah. second and a third in cider. Jen yeah. got a second. On, good, good yeah, I know. Yeah, seriously, that was actually cooler than than Greg winning anything, um, for sure. But yeah, Greg Greg won best in show for a mango mead. He won uh, blue ribbon for an American IPA. Um. God, there were so many others. I don't. I'm not gonna read them all off. I'm but... sure.
1: I'm sure he can uh, reach out to us and let us know. Well, I mean,
2: I could look it up on the website. I was no. judge coordinator. But I'm not doing that. So if he wants to leave a voicemail and tell us everything that he won,
0: yeah. The short um, story is, is he yeah. picked up five ribbons. There you go. Yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy. But you
1: <laughs> guys didn't do bad either. You guys both brought home a couple of ribbons as well. Yeah. What about you? What? Jennifer My what favorite ribbon
2: is is one of the ones Bart got. But I I got um a second place for an Irish Stout. I got a first place for the Naran Sour, and I got a first place for or Mark and I got a first place for um what the hell was the third one? Jesus. I'm like having a like a brain fart. The uh crap. The beard guard. Bearded right? guard, that's right. Okay, yes, yeah, yes. That yes, was yes. that was that... and that and that was me, Mark, and Greg. There you go. <laughs>
0: We all well. We also got a first place revenue with Brian and Don for the tropical stout that we made. Oh, oh that's true. Excellent.
1: Too. excellent. Right, I forgot about that. And how about you, Mark? What did you bring in?
0: I got uh, a third place for uh, my oatmeal stout, which okay. was pretty hysterical. Listening to, uh, you know, when they were giving out awards, listening to Eric read off the name. The secret ingredient is diacetyl.
2: Yeah, that got a that got a nice uh, <laughs> nice laugh from most of the
0: judges. So I got third place for that. I took a first place for my fruit lambic <laughs> that's
2: my favorite this is yeah. my favorite one okay
1: we'll go into the fruit lambic in one second but what else are you got? to
0: and do? that also took second place best in show
1: outstanding there we go so what makes this quote-unquote air air bunny rabbit airs uh fruit lambic so well special? it was the
0: it was the funky the last two bottles of the funky cider <laughs> that i was like hey you know what i'll probably like throw it in call it a fruit lambic and see how it does What mark
2: is doesn't get animated very often when they said that was second best in show, he fist pumped and said, "I believe you said yes."
0: I was like, "I don't remember doing that." So yeah. it's probably accurate. Yeah, it
2: was like totally involuntary. Like it was, it was awesome. And then, at the time, I had forgotten that he had done that. So I'm, I was the judge, one of the judge coordinator for the competition. So I was like helping clean up the best in show table, right. and I just happened to ask, like, what what won because I didn't pay attention because I knew I had two beers in the table, and right. like. I was pretty sure not none of them were going to win a Best at best in Show ribbon. Right. But I, you still don't want to be there when somebody's like, yeah, this Narnia Sour, fuck this thing. You know, Like, you right. just don't, I, don't, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> I, can, I know it's going to happen. I don't need to hear it it's happen. Not about that negativity. Yeah. So anyway, when they said it was a Fruit Lambic, I was like, oh, that's really cool, a Fruit Lambic getting second place. And then I'm like, Wait a second, Mark had something in that category. Just I'm like, like wait, yeah. who made a fruit lamp? Yeah, and then I'm thinking to myself, did, did, he, did he take the, the stuff from the conical and put put fruit in it for some reason? Like how? did What? Oh shit! That's right. <laughs> and I remembered. I was like, that's so cool that that happened. And we, we were tell, talking to some of the judges that judged it. They had no idea no idea that it was a cider. So that's, that's really it, hysterical. That's so funny. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was a good day. We uh, we did well again. You know, three three ribbons a piece. So we'll keep the winning streak alive. There I think we go. have a couple of beers that we can brew up for the LIBME competition. And then coming at the end of uh, June, I'll be up there. I'll be communicating with Mark, and I'll have Mark's head with me. Um, a duffel uh, bag? Yeah, basically. Not literally my no, head. No, I'm getting a, a giant uh, head, like Mark's head, like on a poster. Well, well it's okay. coming on Tuesday or something Yeah, like no, You, another, you, another, you another actually couple one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> giant Mark head that I'm going to bring with me. That's and terrifying we're gonna, and fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be the new Flat Frank. We're going to put it okay. in places and take pictures of it. And then if, if I'm just going to say if, but I really feel like it's when, uh, the Lichtenhainer gets uh, a ribbon or a, yeah, medal, a medal, actually, a medal, yeah. actually um, and I go up on stage, I'm going to have it on a stick with yeah. like a cross on it yeah. so that we can hang the medal on the stick. And I'm going to put my armor on the guy when we take the photo. That's and fantastic. Mark's giant head is going to have, and that's what's going to get printed in Zybergy magazine.
1: That's fantastic.
2: So I'm pretty excited about That'd it.
1: That'd be so cool. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. That's we're going to need pictures all over the place of just the giant head, anyway. Oh, well,
2: don't worry. Just follow Beer Testing Voyage on Instagram. I'll be, I'll be. Mark's head will you know be what everywhere.
1: I what I really want now is I want just a spinning Markhead
0: head logo, oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> like like Batman. Like, yeah, like like as a some kind of cut into like what we're doing somewhere yeah. we need to do that Wait, you should also it's going to like, end up on the wall back the, here the, yeah, we're the picture that he used oh, you yeah. know, I was
0: drunk enough that I took a selfie with Larry from Yeah, so. better. <laughs> it's pretty good
1: that's, that's fantastic there we go, so when we're done with it you just put it up there and you just start connecting all the, like your ribbons to it underneath it making that's like, what, a little shirt there you go, that's yeah. a
2: really good idea, I'm, a, I'm trying to figure out a way to put my ribbons up too
0: I need to paint the wall first
1: Yeah. or we could just cover it with stuff
0: Amy wants to paint it first Okay. I'm not going to argue with her on that. We'll no. paint it white. It'll or be brighter could down here. we just
1: cover it with stuff.
0: There is no wall.
1: <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. There's just... Uh, there are fights worth having, and that's not one of them.
2: Certainly isn't.
1: Well, right. I think that's about yeah. it, guys. It's yeah, like, we, we covered, we covered a lot in this episode. Yeah, so um, if you have a favorite from Wicked Weed, shout us out. You know, reach out to us, all the different ways we are out there. Let us know what it is. If you've had any of these three... Please uh, send us your thoughts on it. We'd love to hear it. And uh, as always, cheers, everybody. Cheers.
0: If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com on Facebook at www.facebook.com beertasticvoyage and Twitter and Instagram at Beertastic Show or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.